Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the ShepherdCast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our weekly sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. Now, if you like what you hear, and you're able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship experience at sotvchurch.com slash worship. In case you're curious what the readings are for this Sunday, or you would like to follow along in your Bible, we will be taking a look at the readings listed in our show notes for today's episode. Also, when we read our readings, those come out of the NRSV translation of the Bible. So, without further ado, here's this week's readings read by our lay reader, followed by the Gospel and Sermon by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson. Good morning. Good morning. The first lesson comes from Exodus chapter 19, verses 2 through 8a. The Israelites had journeyed from Rehobinom, entered the wilderness of Sinai, and camped in the wilderness. Israel camped there in front of the mountain. Then Moses went up to God. The Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the Israelites, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession out of all the peoples. Indeed, the whole earth is mine, but you shall be for me a priestly kingdom and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the Israelites. So Moses came, summoned the elders of the people, and set before them all these words that the Lord had commanded him. The people all answered as one, everything that the Lord has spoken, we will do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We'll read responsively Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into God's presence with a song. Know that the Lord is God, our maker to whom we belong. We are God's people and the sheep of God's pasture. Enter the gates of the Lord with thanksgiving and the courts with praise. Give thanks and bless God's holy name. Good indeed is the Lord, whose steadfast love is everlasting, whose faithfulness endures from age to age. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The second lesson comes from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to his grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we are still weak, at the right time Jesus died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us, and that while we still were sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth chapter, beginning at the 35th verse, continuing on, concluding to the 10th chapter in the 10th verse. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Then Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector. James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the lepers. Cast out demons. You received without payment. Give without payment. Take no gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for your journey, or two tunics or sandals or a staff, for laborers deserve their food. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you and praise you and give you thanks. We thank you, dear Lord, for being the healer of every ill. We thank you. As we recall Matthew and his remembrance of the time you went about from village to village bringing healing. We ask, dear Lord, to bring healing to our nation, to us as individuals. Help us to be a means of healing in what we say and what we do, even how we think. Help us and give us your divine gift of compassion that we may act, think, and speak compassionately. We ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our gospel reading uh, begins with Jesus going about from cities and villages. And Jesus teaches, proclaims the good news, 
and cures every disease and sickness. There is good news here in how Jesus brings about healing based upon his teaching and proclamation. Personally, I know I need Jesus' healing today. And that's from multiple aspects of my life uh, in 2020. From so many different dimensions, whether it is physical with my heart, mental, emotional, spiritual, social. I know I need healing. I think that as a nation, we need healing in so many areas as we deal with issues involving our political divisions from the coronavirus, from racism, and other isms that plague our country. If anything in the year 2020 has taught us is that we desperately need Jesus, the ultimate source of all healing. The key to Jesus' healing is compassion. Throughout the New Testament, compassion is only attributed to Jesus. And so, compassion is a divine gift rather than a human emotion. Jesus' compassion is linked to the divine mercy that Jesus had reminded the Pharisees earlier in the chapter when he quoted from the prophet Hosea, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. This is the same divine compassion and mercy that Jesus uplifted in the parable of the unforgiving servant that occurs in the 18th chapter of Matthew. Our healing from Jesus' compassion leads us then to service as his disciples. Jesus reminds us that this is not easy. Listen to these words again. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. Maybe you grew up on a farm and you know the depth of meaning that Jesus has here. During our first harvest season when we served in Nebraska, I was amazed at the hard work that took place around the clock at harvest time. Everyone in the family needed to pitch in. Farm wives not only brought dinner to those working out in the field, but also drove the tractor and hauled corn to the co-op. Lights from the farm equipment could be seen on the hills way into the night to beat that hard rain or frost or maybe even hail that could wipe out a year's worth of labor and investment. In the midst of this hard work, there is hope for a good harvest. And there's always that word underlying uh, these uh, scriptural texts that we've been dealing with for these past Sundays. As I was reading the gospel this week, I remembered a folk hymn that I sang as a member of the Ohio State Campus Ministry Music Group. And it speaks 
to this verse and to the harvest. The lyrics to the refrain are this. The harvest is plenty. Laborers are few. Come with me into the fields. Your arms may grow weary. Your shoes will wear thin. Come with me into the fields. To answer the call to come with Jesus into the fields is to answer the call as the twelve did. To proclaim the good news, the kingdom of heaven has come near, and to bring about healing. The proclamation that the kingdom of heaven has come near is a continuation of that same proclamation made by John the Baptist and the first sermon that Jesus gave. And their proclamation began with the word repentance. Before we ask others to repent, we need to repent ourselves. As an individual, as a church, as a nation, we need to seriously ask ourselves, from what sins do we need to repent? And what should that repentance look like? Repentance brings about the healing that we need, both as an individual and as a group, whether as a church or a nation. The healing work of repentance begins by understanding who we are. In our reading from Exodus, our identity is to be God's treasured possession, to be a priestly kingdom and a holy nation. This does not mean that we are to be self-righteous, borrowing words from Chevy Chase, I am God's treasured possession, and you're not. Uh, rather, we are called through scripture to be set apart for God's purposes. Elizabeth Ochtemeyer, Old Testament scholar, has these wonderful insights. God set us to be his apart people, to be set apart for God's purposes through whom God can work out his purpose in the world. Combining then these thoughts from both the Old Testament and the New Testament, we are called to be set apart for God's purpose through compassion in our proclamation and our healing, in what we say and do, in being laborers in God's harvest. Fortunately, there is God's grace in this compassionate calling. God is there with us. We need to remember that, that wonderful gift at Christmas time, Emmanuel, God with us. God shows his love and support that we can mis make mistakes. Yeah, we can even sin because we are human. But God is there like a mother eagle swooping in to bear us up on eagle's wings, as we heard in our reading from Exodus. Not only in Egypt, God lifted us up when the Son of Man was lifted up on a cross, giving us that same freedom from slavery, of sin, death, and the devil.
We are lifted up by God's grace each Sunday when we hear God's word, when we remember the way God shared his compassionate love to us in the sacrament of Holy Communion, given in the night in which he was betrayed. We are given God's grace to help us in serving the tough task as God's laborers in his harvest. This is the grace that St. Paul was talking about in his letter to the Romans. The hard work of God's harvesting may produce suffering. However, we are strengthened through these sufferings, which lead us to endurance and then to character and then to hope. Hope doesn't disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the gift of the Holy Spirit. That hopeful love and grace is given to us when Christ died for us sinners on the cross. In the craziness of this year, let us, each of us, be healed by God's compassion and grace. As we reflect upon what has taken place this year, let us answer the call to repent through God's compassionate healing. As we live each day, may our thoughts, words, and actions be a means of healing for others, especially those who happen to be different from us. And even if we make mistakes along the way, we are reminded that God will lift us up on eagle's wings through his forgiveness and love. And yes, even when it is tough, let us willingly answer the call to come with Jesus into his fields. And to this all of God's children say, You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.